it blows my mind how when we go through different experiences in life, like right now I'm like at the more grown up version of selling art than I was mm -hmm. back in high school, airbrushing t-shirts, but I'm still pulling from those experiences, right. like everything I learned, like, oh yeah, like, let me make sure I ask what colors and I ask this and I ask that and what day do they want it by? Can they pick up? Do I need to ship? Like all sorts of things. So I feel like, you know, your experiences always just kind of stack up on each other for sure. Hello everyone. Thank you as always for being here and tuning in to today's episode of Days with Dom. Today on the podcast, I have one of my new friends, Mahogany, who is an Atlanta-based artist who has been really, really awesome to me ever since we met uh, online and we've been supporting each other for the past couple of weeks. Finally, uh, finally I was able to get her on and I'm super excited about it. She has a kick-ass attitude, uh, can-do spirit and just an absolutely incredibly talented artist and she just radiates good vibes and I'm excited to, I won't even go on much longer because I want, I want you guys to hear it for yourselves because it was an absolutely awesome interview and just to hear her story, you know, her struggles with mental health and uh, this, that, and the other, a lot of, bunch of different things and how she overcame that and how she's at a great place mentally, physically, spiritually right now and she's just an inspiration to me and I'm really glad we got to connect. So I'll get into that in a second, but just wanna again, remind you guys, it would mean the world to me if you could go and subscribe to the podcast, write a review, Spotify, Apple podcast, whatever you guys listen on. YouTube, you can check out all the video clips uh, there and at Days with Dom YouTube channel. Remember to join the Facebook page and also my email mailing list, uh, which is in any of my social media bios that you can find there. Uh, where I send out some info on, you know, just what's on my mind, some upcoming guests, this, that, and the other. So again, just want to thank you guys as always, and let's get into the show. All right. I got my girl Mahogany in the building today. Super hyped, to, super hyped to be recording with you today. Mahogany, welcome to the show. Hi, what's going on, Dom? I'm doing like incredibly well. Yeah, I feel like we <laughs> talked almost every week since I was on Tea with Gary about yeah. something. I love that it's never, I really, really appreciate that it's never like superficial, like, hey, how are you? Hey, I like that post. No, we, we go deep quick, like, we love do. it. Yeah, we do. So that quick backstory, I was on my way to the Jersey Shore. I was listening to Tea with Gary V, as I typically do, and Mahogany came on and I was like, yo. This chick is got, she's absolutely electric. Like Gary was loving her. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to find her on Instagram. Uh, DM'd her. We got talking and we literally like have been commenting on each other's posts and, uh, you know, DMing each other about different things. And it's been really cool and really fun in the past couple of weeks. And I'm super stoked that you were able to join me today. Yeah, I'm super excited. First official podcast I do. So what an honor. Just hell yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. I love it. Well, I'm glad that I'm the first that, uh, and that you're going to be gone. Cool. So what's been going on with you lately? So aside from all this, right. If people, for people who can't see, she's looking <laughs> to the back of her wall with some absolutely unbelievable and gorgeous art behind her. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, I've been kind of in a little bit of a lull between, um, you know, my 
leaving my corporate job and about to start real estate school in September. So it's, it's a weird time. Like, I feel like anytime you have to wait for something to start, it's like, I get antsy. Like, I'm just like, okay, like, am I not doing enough? But, you know, trying to like stay calm and not judge myself, not be too hard on myself and still Mm -hmm. try to, of course, crank out more art. So um, it's been it's been nice. I'm really excited to shift gears from the job I was doing before. I was in logistics before. Um, so I mean, I never went to school for it or anything. It was literally just a job I went. I did. Um, I was great, very grateful for it. Got you know made decent money. But I I wanted to go back to doing something I was passionate about because mm-hmm. you know I turned 29 in May. So I'm just like wow. Um, I should probably get my life together and do what it is I'm passionate about. And I actually picked up that type of art April. Um, just literally got on good old YouTube and saw different types of art. And I was really, really drawn to it. And I was like, yo, I can so do this. I mean, I've done art all my life. So mm-hmm. I figured, let me, uh, let me take a stab at this. I didn't realize how much went into the mixing process of the paint. Mm. <laughs> So I learned, but um, it's it's just been awesome. It's been really, really good. Um, My mom's actually been surprised at like, you know, how much I've sold, like I haven't sold internationally or anything, but like I've sold to like five different states. Um, I've shipped to Texas, California, Indiana, Illinois, South Carolina. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So So it's it's been awesome. That's great. So what kind of art did you do? And then how did you kind of shift gears to this? Well, first of all, explain like what kind of art that like I see it and it's like, it's very like wavy and like, yeah, like, like just very like, it's got really good vibes to it, but I'm not like a student of the arts. So I can't really like explain what I'm trying to yeah, say. I, you're good. I went to literally one quarter of art school, art institute. I, racked up like three grand in loans and I was like okay this 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 ain't for me (laughs) it's too expensive and that was with a scholarship I got so it was it was just expensive so um honestly like I literally just kind of did what I thought would look good they've gotten progressively better thankfully but um yeah I I did um, I airbrushed t-shirts actually back in high school. Like that was like my side hustle back then. And I still have oh. like a little book of invoices that I did and I drew little lines and made a table and I was like, <laughs> this person's name ordered this t-shirt and they have not paid. And I check them off when they paid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, even so you've, been at, you've been at the side hustle game for yeah. some time, for some time now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been awesome. Like, um, kind of, like it blows my mind how when we go through different experiences in life like right now i'm like at the more grown-up version of selling art than i was mm-hmm. back in high school airbrushing t-shirts but i'm still pulling from those experiences right. like everything i learned like oh yeah like let me make sure i ask what colors and i ask this and i ask that and what day do they want it by can they pick up do i need to ship like all sorts of things so i feel like you know, your experiences always just kind of stack up on each other for sure. But, you know, I, I've literally like my last commission I did, it was the two really giant pieces. And that was actually the girl I ran with last night, Kara, um, two really big pieces. And she said, she's like, yeah, you know, kind of want to wave like the one I have up there. Yeah. And, you know, press you. And I was like, 
you just saw the magical words. Like right. when anytime somebody commissions me and they say that they trust me and they just shall have to go at it, I'm like, let's fucking go. Are you kidding <laughs> me? I'm so down. So um, I actually, I'm trying to do more of these, but if it's a commission piece, I want to do a live on Instagram and have mm. them on watching it as I'm making it, kind of like a hibachi style art situation. But um, yeah, and, and they were on, they were watching and they're like, oh my God, we absolutely love it. And then to bring that full circle, like last night when I went running with her, I went into her apartment to dry off because it was raining and I saw the art in the wall and I'm just like, oh my God, like full circle. That's incredible. <laughs> my daughter was even like, oh, it's a painting, mom. I said, so I'm like, yeah, baby, we I made that. <laughs> so how long does it typically take you to make one of those paintings that like Um, it depends on the size, but it can range anywhere from literally like 10 minutes to half an hour. Okay. It's usually not long. They're pretty quick and I, I feel like that's what pulled me towards it more and I really was intrigued by it because I was like I want to do some quick because I want to be able to like turn over and have um um a good in a good size inventory to set up a shop online mm -hmm. and um because I figured like the other paintings like that little flower right yeah. there <laughs> like those take me I don't know if it's because I'm a perfectionist or I just want it to look a certain way until I'm happy, but they can take me like hours to do. And even though that one's like small, but I was like, I want to do something quicker. So I, I, once I got into that and the biggest part was learning how to mix the paint. That was, that was a toughie. Mm. Just, just once I got that hurdle up, I like out the way, I was like, okay, I'm solid. I'm good. I'm good. I can, I can do this. Right. So yeah. you also have a store now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So I was on Etsy, mm. um, but now actually, um, I'm not sure if you saw I King's Tea with Gary V. I don't. Oh, maybe, not sure. I gotta send it to you because it's a good one. It's All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Send me that after for sure. Yeah, it's it, man. Literally, anyone that I've like talked to that has seen it has been mm. like. So he was on tea with Gary Vee. His whole backstory is unbelievable. I won't even go into it because I won't do it any justice. But um, he did my website wow. that I have now. So I, was, I actually told Gary that on the show. I was like, yeah, you know I came. Like, he did my website. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's trying to branch into that a little more as well. So, um, yeah, just good old short and sweet mahoganystudios.com. Yeah. So first of all, I'll, I'll definitely put that in the show notes, just like the, the link to your website, but seriously, like for, I don't know how many people, well, I know majority watch these podcasts and like, or no majority listen to the podcast, but I do get a good amount who also watch them on YouTube. So for those watching can see, uh, see your images in the back. Um, but for those of you listening on pod on the podcast, please check out the studio. It's really some incredible stuff. And what I love about it that I'm looking at right now, it looks like nothing really seems to be the same. And yeah, so it's just kind of, it's everything's authentic and everything yeah. you know, right, right from your brain. And I love that. That's the kind of art that I really like is something unique and you know, there's nothing really quite like it. So that's what I really enjoy. Even like, even like, you know, I don't even know what I'm looking at, but like the colors and the, you know, the mixing, like, you know, I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like even, um, like there's a collection that I, I wanted to make just to make like, a 
um, a couple paintings that were like more affordable for people mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and they range anywhere from like 30 to um, like 45, I think. And they're really, really small ones and they're way in the corner. But you know what, here, for the people watching, <laughs> um, but it's these, like these three little guys yep. in the corner, like, um, I call those like my mini masterpiece collection to right. where basically they're all about either six to eight, six inch by eight inch or, um, or five inch by mm. seven inch, but they're all, they're all small pieces, but that's literally the only thing that like kind of brings them together is the size, not like the colors or anything like that. Um, cause yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten into selling prints, which I have considered, um, just cause I know that like there was, there's literally been a few paintings that like I've sold that people were like going at it with each other. Like, no, I DM'd her first. Like, yo, like, uh, uh, I want this right now. Like I'll catch up. What's your Venmo? What's your cash? I'm like, yo, yeah, and then one girl was so sad because she didn't reply on Instagram, and that's where I was like messaging her, and she's like, no, but you have my phone number. I'm like, yeah, Thanks. yeah. So I'm praying it gets back to that because it's been a little, it's been a little stagnant right now, but it's okay. Um, but I already know it's gonna pick up in the holidays. But in the future, if I do prints, it might be like of like an old piece I did. Mm. But I try to, I just, I really love that they're all individual pieces like I'm not gonna sell like you know it's not like going to home goods or Hobby Lobby and getting the same painting and then somebody else has it in their house too like no it's just not I just don't want to do that yeah it's 100% authentic and that's that's what I think is like the most the thing I love about the whole artist demeanor and just you know the whole vibe of being an artist is you you're not required to do the same thing every day like you don't go, you don't have to go into an office and you know exactly what the day is going to entail or, you know, you know, you know exactly what you're going to do that day. It's, you know, what kind of mood am I in today? All right. Like I'm going to paint something that like resonates with me. All right. I'm feeling down today. I'm going to paint something a little like with some darker colors. You know, I'm feeling it's a sunny day, summer day, bright, like, you know, sun is shining, leaves are blooming, like everything. I'm going to make something like vibe, very vibrant today. So I think just, that's really cool that like, you know, you have the freedom and authenticity and also just like the creative skill set to be able to, you know, just do what, do what you want. Like, that's awesome. I really admire that. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. And it's, um, it's funny you mentioned that, like, as far as like the feelings or whatever, because I actually, I make it a point to not paint if I'm feeling down, like I will not. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't come out good um i literally have paintings sitting underneath my table that are like duds from back when i first started yeah. that are probably never see the light of day <laughs> um just because like the paint was mixed poorly the the stuff it was just just bad but um i it's actually do i have oh no i don't have it dang it there's a there's an artist whose VIP thing I, I had. It's a lanyard. Um, Yanni, you probably have never heard of him. You're so young. You probably have no idea who I'm talking. Your parents probably know him. Um, but um, he's a Greek composer. He's super well renowned, and he has the saying when he um, was at a concert that I went to, like a total groupie. Um, <laughs> he said um, he's like yeah, you know anytime he has a negative emotion or anything, anytime he's going through something, you know, he makes sure to 
finish going through it and then compose and write a song about it okay. about the process and overcoming it and i'm like yo i like that mm -hmm. so that's kind of a philosophy i've adopted i'm um, just so i'm in a good mindset um a good mood um and you know like ultimately it's something i want to enjoy doing mm -hmm. it's uh, i have made pieces in the past where i've like drawn and sketched and i've like you know let out all the negative emotion and they've been like super dark and like i don't really i don't i don't know I don't, i'm not in that dark place that super yeah. emo place anymore. <laughs> but um anymore. but <laughs> yeah but um but now i'm definitely more um i don't know I, I love i just enjoy the process of it really i really do and it's it, it comes down to like the colors and like like, I always start out with, like, an idea in my mind. Like, do I want it to look like fire? Do I want it to look like a tree? Like a wave? And then sometimes it doesn't even look anything like it. And it looks like something totally different. So those are those are the fun ones. Because then I'm like, oh, this didn't come out at all like I wanted it to. And you know how Gary's always saying, like, let your audience dictate what's good and what's not. Because there's literally, there's been two pieces, I can tell you, I've made that I'm like, mm-mm, nope. That's a shit. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's bad. There's too yeah. much black. The colors are all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure enough that that has been the one like I gave one. I was so upset with one of the pieces one time where I, like the customer, I told her, I was like, look, I have this piece and I have this piece. I really want to give you this one. She's like, no, 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 no. That other one, Dragon's Rising. That one's amazing. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> are you kidding me like i try to give it a cool name just to like kind of counteract yeah. how i think about it but she's like no i love that one it's it's amazing i like mahogany you have to send me that one i'm like girl you already paid me i'm sending you whatever you want like right and I'll, I'll have to tag you in that one but um yeah it's it, you just you never know i mean and it's art so mm. one thing i say is amazing somebody else can say well, yeah that's okay but then something i'm like no that's horrible they're like obsessed with <laughs> i think that's that's kind of funny because i think that's like some sort of psychological thing like it's weird because like you know you may think one thing's like a piece of shit and like you know one man's trash or one person's trash is another man's treasure like it's so funny like especially in the way that art works and the way that you that the way that you do art with like freehanding and it's not really necessary it's like kind of like mural mural-esque mini mural-esque and it people can interpret it and view it the way they want or like you know it's in a completely different way from another person uh so it's, yeah it's really interesting yeah and i always i always say like making the art is like my best form of therapy mm -hmm. like to counteract with all the other stuff i have like mental health that i try to like stay on top of because i uh, was diagnosed bipolar like i I run, I try to make sure I watch what I eat. I try to make sure I get sleep. You know, I'm taking all my vitamins and stuff that I take for it. And I do art. Like if any one of those five things is not in, not done in a week, like I feel it, yeah. you know, like I'm like, just like back when I was in high school, it's like addicted to running. Like I was that weirdo, you know, like I love running. Um, we used to always say in cross country, like my sport is your sports punishment. Like, yeah, I've heard that. That's what we used. To, that's what we used to hear from the cross country team too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so true because it's that was weird.
Okay, we're good. Back. <laughs> quick, quick technical difficulty there, but we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So yeah, just like I was saying earlier, um, you know, just having a couple of things that you go to, you know, like uh, I think there's been so many memes make, made about it, like have a hobby that makes you money, a hobby that keeps you fit, and a hobby that like helps you learn. And I really, really definitely believe in that because like that's those have basically been like my pillars for like staying on top of like my mental, my mental health and everything. And just making sure that I'm doing the best for myself, you know? Um, and also like, not to digress, but like, I feel like related to that, um, to get into like my personal life here, but it made a difference for me when I kind of like just, became single and was like okay no like I need to focus on me like because I didn't know how to put myself first I didn't know how to like go out and do something on the weekend for myself not that I was a weirdo and didn't like to go out by myself but in the sense that I didn't know what I really liked and what I really wanted and I feel like once I started taking that time to myself to discover who I am I feel like everything else kind of started coming into play and you know with like me setting up my art shop online and um me just being more of a patient and present mother with my child like it made a difference and i really feel like a downfall of people especially in their 20s is you know thinking that they have to hurry up to get married and have kids and this and the third and i'm like boo boo <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be marriage is not easy like i've been married i can tell you myself it's not easy and if you haven't taken the time to like do the self-discovery do the tough work face yourself and hold yourself accountable for the things that have been holding like you to hold your back like it's gonna come up tenfold when you're in a marriage yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think people brush into it, to be honest with you. I'm 21 years old and I see kids that I went to high school with that are like getting houses and getting married and, you know, doing all these things, having kids at 21. And I'm like, oh my God, I could not even imagine like anytime soon doing any of those things because I'm so focused on, I don't want this to sound selfish, but I'm focused on finding myself before I can like, I feel like you need to find yourself before you can, before you can like get into a serious relationship with someone else because I haven't been in too many relationships, but I think what I see a lot of times is too much relying on the other person Whereas if they can both just figure themselves out, figure themselves out first, then that relationship will work better because they'll be able to know who they are and be able to play off each other's strengths, play off each other's weaknesses, but also be able to take that time to step away from each other and just, you know, have that, have that time to themselves, like you said, like you were talking about. And again, I'm, I don't really know. This is just an observation and yeah. like a in a theory of mine, because, you know, I haven't been in a relationship in a while. But that's what I think. That's what I think, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I mean, I've known people that, you know, I went to high school with. Granted, I mean, we I had my, like, 10-year reunion thing, which I didn't go to last year. Or, yeah, last year, two years ago, whatever. Oh, God, yeah, 2019, that was, yeah. 
last year. Um, the years are running together now. Damn it! Like, I know. I can't keep Crazy. the years. But Crazy. I mean, there are people that I graduated with that were high school sweethearts, got married, have kids, are still together. That's awesome. Good for you. But don't get out of high school. You know, rush into marriage. You know, have kids because someone else is having kids, and then you're not happy. Like, no, do you. And if you have to get divorced, then get divorced. If you have to take the time to yourself and maybe just be separated for a little while, then do that. But at the end of the day, it's your marriage, your relationship. So not to knock anyone who does go down that route, because I mean, hell, I went down that route. But it's, it's something so, 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 so crucial is like to know yourself, to know your weaknesses. Because it, it's one thing to like, you know, kind of fuck up here and there and not be able to like own up to something and not be like completely honest with the other person. Oh no, hey, yeah, that was my bad. Like I did that. But to know that that is a weakness of yours and to come into a relationship and to say like, hey, I have a tough time navigating, you know, conversations like this that involve any sort of confrontation, blah, blah, blah. That's a different situation and it allows for growth to come into place rather than, you know, butting heads and having confrontation because you didn't own up to something that was, that should have been addressed. And another point that you brought up that, by the way, that I love, love, love is, um, you know, like kind of two people going back and forth. It, a lot, I've seen a lot of that as well, like codependent relationships. Oh my goodness. Um, um, but yeah, I, I see that a lot. Like, you know, like, especially when you have insecure people and I say this because I was one of them at one point you know like you want to be hyped up and given all these compliments but then something happens and then you think the person's cheating on you and then it's like you're feeding each other's ego and then that passes but then there's this other thing maybe something that comes up at work that's a stressor and then you have to feed that person's ego like this back and forth back and forth where really you're just trying to keep each other happy when you should both individually be happy from the jump like the other person should only add to your happiness. It shouldn't be like, a, oh, okay, yeah, now I'm good. Like, well then what the hell? If the person leaves you, what? You're under good? Like you're less than, like, you know? So it's, it's super, I feel like it's super important. Like um, I always had the mindset that I wanted to like get married and be married for like years and then have a kid, but my life happened how it happened. But, you know, I feel like it's, you know, everyone's going to live their own life and do what they want to do and they feel is right in the moment. Just have no regrets about it, I say. Yeah. My friend, uh, my friend Pat Irwin, who was actually the first guest on this show, he, I was texting him last night because he just moved out to Pittsburgh and I was saying, you know, man, congrats, whatever. And we were talking, whatever. And I was like, yeah, man, great to talk to you again. Uh, hope everything's good in your end. Hope, hopefully you're doing well. And he just sent me a picture of a quote and it said, uh, everything that's ever happened to me is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So, so I was like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. I literally said, fuck. Yeah. I love that. That's what I texted him back because everything we do has an outcome. Yeah. You know? Everything we do has an outcome and whether it's good or bad, we have to, you know, if it's good, we have to be grateful for that situation and see, you know, how do we make, keep making these better decisions or, you know, if, something bad happens. All right. Like where did we fuck up here? Where could we have gone wrong? But like, okay, now I'm not going to make this mistake again. And how do I move forward? So that's what I, 
don't know. I've been really big into like philosophy and like, you know, behavioral, behavioral psychology and this kind of stuff, just because I've looking back on my life, like there's, I didn't deal with change that, that well. Uh, like my parents got divorced, like when I was in middle school and then just a lot of change there, a lot of change. That's there. a rough age. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks. Like, yeah, it, it did. It did. But you know, at, at the time it was for the best and you know, I was the, I was the oldest one. So I had to, you know, put on, put on a smiling face every day for my oh, sibling. Yeah, I know about that. I'm the oldest of right. like, uh, two brothers. So yeah. Yeah. So I have two younger brothers and a sister. So I had to be that, like, I had to be their rock in like mm-hmm. the beginning of that. And, you know, they've, they've handled it well. I love all my siblings and we're doing very well now, but you know, that was a very difficult time in our lives. And uh, just like since then, like I chance, I transferred in high school. I transferred high schools. Um, I went to a, I go to a college that's uh, very different than I go to a liberal arts college and I went to a Catholic high school. So that was a big change, but you know, I didn't always handle change the right way or like internally I would, I wasn't always like expressing like how I really felt or uh, anything like that. But over the past couple of months when I've started to really start reflecting, start reading more, start writing more, uh, just being more like inquisitive about things. uh, I've really learned that the biggest skill or the biggest thing that we can do for ourselves is try to make the most out of change and try to like just adapt with things because we've all seen so much change in the past couple months and we're con- going to continue to see change. Yeah. And sure. you know, it's really up to us on how we handle that is going to determine, you know, where we go from here. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like I, that reminds me like emotional intelligence is so, so important. And I feel like, Along with not teaching us how to do our taxes, I feel like schools never taught us about emotional intelligence either. And I'm, you know, like not to, I'm going to sound like a mom, so I'm just going to say it. But I tell my my daughter this all the time. (laughs) Anytime she gets mad and she's just like, you know, huffing and puffing in a corner and just, and she's like, clearly just wants me to look at her and ask her what's wrong. And I, I, I don't look at her. I'm just like, I'll, I'm just like side-eyeing her. I'm like, yeah. do you want something? <laughs> I'm like, use your words. <laughs> Literally, if you have a feeling, use your words. Express that feeling, even if it's in a choppy little, I think I feel sad. I think I feel angry. I don't know. Especially as a toddler. I mean, she's three. She's, she'll be four in January. So she's, mm-hmm. she's little little mm-hmm. but it's it's so important for me to not to break her out of that habit of, of having a temper tantrum because there are adults running around here having temper tantrums mm-hmm. exploding on you know their partners their co-workers their children because they do not use their words and it's like if you don't let it out in that moment of the actual situation that is causing you to have these feelings going to trickle into another situation and be misplaced anger for someone else to feel when they don't deserve that. So I'm always on, I'm like, use your words, how do you feel? Oh, 
Oh, you, oh, you want some broccoli? Oh, you want some rice? You're hungry? Let's go get you some food. Get, get over your hangriness. Let's go get some food. So <laughs> it's always, it's a simple solution, but you have to, if you stop and really sit with the feeling, I'll give you like a really practical example. Hmm. Um, one for me that came up, uh, this was months ago, um, when I, my ex-boyfriend at the time and I were working at the same place. Um, and then we're no longer together, but we were working in the same office. Uh -huh. He came and stood close to where I was and I was like, oh my God, that feeling of like, oh, this yeah. person, they're over here. Like just all this angst and like, heart in the pit of my stomach type of thing but I shouldn't be feeling like this like I'm the one that broke up with the person got it all this roller coaster of feelings I was feeling I literally just stopped literally like took my hands off my keyboard and I was like okay this feeling is valid this feeling makes sense that I'm feeling it but one not have to be sad that I am feeling this feeling so I don't need to add any more to this it is what it is it is a feeling of this person is making me uncomfortable because they're around me and i have not finished grieving the relationship if you will mm. but i do not need to add any more anxiety sit here and think about it another 30 40 times i am letting it go because it no longer serves me mm. and then i did i went to the bathroom came back and then i was good but it's you like i'm i'm such a stickler you have to catch it in the moment like you really because it's not because everyone has that that moment everyone has that moment where you you get a feeling and then it's almost like a pause button where you're like okay am i gonna am i gonna really am i really gonna get depressed about this or am i just gonna like not or in that moment stop and just like okay this is what i'm feeling how do I want to go about this? Do I really want to be depressed that I don't have a job right now? Or do I just want to keep looking for jobs that I want to like mm. actually work at and find something I'm passionate about? Or, you know, like give yourself a solution because sitting and wallowing about it ain't going to do shit. It's just going to make you look like a little temper tantrum child. Amen. Amen to that. I 100% agree with that. Going back to what you said about the the grown ass people that are out here like bitching and complaining and not using their words yes. grown ass people. It starts when they're young, when their parents don't teach them literally how they don't teach them discipline or like they give them whatever they want. Mm -hmm. So you just saved your daughter from becoming one of those grown ass people. They can't <laughs> use your words. Props to you. Thank you. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's an everyday, everyday thing. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's how you, how you build it. And also two manners. Cause mm. I'll be damned if I, you know, if she's eight years old and I'm like, what do you say, Aliani? Oh my God. That's like such a pet peeve of mine. Like seeing, yeah. like my mom used to do that to me. And cause I guess I, I didn't say it quick enough. She's like, Mahogany, what do you say? And I'm like, oh, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> so no I, I definitely manners emotional intelligence and she's probably gonna be a runner like me she runs mm. like crazy <laughs> I, think, I think there's a culture thing too though in america with it's you know with all the entertainment and things we watch on television and you just constantly see people being rude not using their manners oh like that but you you come from hispanic or mexican 
percent, <laughs> right? So I visit. I did a mission trip to Mexico when I graduated high school to Nueva Durango, which is a little village in Quintana Roo. But anyway, these people were so nice and like generate like they literally had like nothing and they these people like lived in these little huts and we were there to like help you know help build uh build things in the village help build the church help build a little like restaurant they were trying to build or whatnot but they, they didn't have much but they wanted to give everything mm-hmm. like like the men worked super hard the the women they want they wanted to cook for us like for every meal don't and, tell don't tell hispanic woman you're hungry honey they're gonna <laughs> feed you until tomorrow um, okay i sometimes i'm just sometimes like i'll be sitting in class and i'll just think be hungry i'm like man i could go for a fresh tamale right now <laughs> like right off the grill in the village like oh my gosh yes. incredible but the thing was they were like and the kids and everybody like they were just so but they manners were a big part of it like you sat and you mm-hmm. ate everything you said thank you you mm-hmm. know hugged them like everything like i just loved it because everybody was just so grateful for what they had no yeah. like, material materialistic things were they are not like they don't care about materialistic shit. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Yeah, they love the company of each other. Yeah, and just sitting around after dinner, listening to the guitar and playing soccer with the kids, and it was just like, I think back to that, and I'm like, anytime I'm like, damn, like I wish I had those shoes, or like, man, he's got like the Gucci, the Gucci <laughs> slides, or like the the you know the expensive sunglasses. I'm like, you know what? I was so happy in Mexico, like just wearing tamale. with my tamale with my just wearing a white t-shirt and like the same orange shorts every day. like like that was real I like was there and I was like yo like that's why I think back like we don't need all this materialistic no. we're not going to take that with us when we leave here you know mm-hmm. we're not Mm-mm. yeah I mean as far as you can get is maybe buy yourself a nice coffin <laughs> who's gonna see it like right. the people at the funeral like yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I mean it's it's funny that you touched on like as far as like the media and stuff like you know kind of pushing like being rude and everything but I also feel too like um a lot of tv shows I feel push this culture of like being numb and not having feelings and just you know um you'll see it a lot and like anything that has to do with a relationship you know somebody jumping from a relationship to a relationship in a show and being super stoic about it and not having any emotion and a female not getting attached and i'm like oh really like is that even like really satisfying in the real world and i say that because i had um like for example um I don't even want to say the show. I don't want them to come sue me. <laughs> but there's a, there's a show um, that I used to watch. It had like 13 plus seasons, super big show. And um, I, one of the lead characters was known for getting drunk anytime she had an issue. And I'm like, if people are constantly watching this and this just becomes like an okay behavior on TV and then it just becomes an okay behavior day to day and you right. see it in person mm. where do you draw the line between oh this is me just dealing with it versus let me go ahead and get some help or let me go ahead and deal with this issue like you have to deal with your your issues at the root and i feel like you know covering them up with something is not ever the answer right we're easily manipulated too like we, so easily manipulated like i do the same thing like sometimes especially like when i was younger i was like oh you know what like on the show like they're 
you know, they're doing that. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I mean, I'm not going to do that. Or, like, I'm not going to become that. But, like, you see, I've seen so many TV shows and movies with people, like, people showing them committing suicide and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, not being able to cope with, you know, breakups or losing their job. And they put these, like, horrible, horrible things in this show. It's like, where the hell are the people that are going to show you how to overcome <laughs> overcome that in a healthy way, like in a healthy, positive way for your body, for your mental, for yeah. everything else? Like we have to learn better coping mechanisms because, you know, like bad shit is going to happen in this life. Like it's, you can't avoid it. Like bad shit is going to happen and we have to learn how to cope with these things. I'm still doing that. I still sometimes, some bad shit happens to me. Sometimes I'll sit and I'll mope and I'll dwell on it. And then I'll be like, dumb, wake the fuck up. Like <laughs> you got to get up from this. Like, yeah. you know, go to the gym, go for a run. Like, you know, just like do some yoga, like meditate, do whatever you got to do mm-hmm. to get your mind right and keep moving forward because nobody's going to be there to pick you up, but yourself. Yeah. That's when I call on my prayer life because Jesus is alive and well. (laughs) So I'm definitely like a prayer warrior for sure. Like I fasted before I actually went on Team Gary Vee. Not a lot of people know that. Why? Um, I just, so I don't know if you ever saw the episode that he did with Travis Doodles. He's another artist. I think so. Yeah. He did like the Mario cutout and he had the video of him with Gary Mm. and fake but it was okay so him and him it was funny because like after maybe like a month or two after he was on the show i just got like you know holy spirit talking holy spirit said do something you do it so that's how i am and try to be as obedient as possible and i was like okay i'm really feeling a nudge dm this man i'm like all right, whatever. I start the DM all nice and polite like myself. I'm like, hey, Travis, this is Mahogany. I saw you on Gary V. And next thing you know, that fire kicks in. I'm like, yeah. you know, I just want you to know that <laughs> I haven't seen you post nothing. And I just want you to know that you got to stay encouraged, brother. You, yeah. I, I really appreciate it. I, I mean, I went to town. Hell and yeah. then a lot of the things I said, he's like, wow, I really needed to hear that, of course. Yeah. Truth is truth, and if it don't matter who it's coming from, if you need to hear it, it's gonna be delivered. So, and I, I just remember like I was always that person for him. I was encouraging him, and then it came around to the time of me doing the live with Gary, and then he was like, "Yeah, you, you gotta stay encouraged. It's not the third. You know, make sure you go in there prayered up." And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We just came full circle. So it's it's always awesome having people in your corner that like are supportive and everything. And, you know, kind of you can bounce off the same ideas with about yeah. growth and all that. But if you got a prayer left, holler at me for real. Because yeah. that's, that's so needed. And I feel like it's, sometimes it, it lacks. And I feel like in at least um, American culture, it's very, like it's definitely left out of like the media and everything. Because in like for the 12th of December for, you know, like Catholic, super, you know, you're Catholic or you were yep. Catholic, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the whole Virgin of Guadalupe thing, there, you're not gonna see nothing else on TV, on Univision, other than 
what's going on in Mexico at the Basilica. Like, that's all you're going to hear about. And, like, it'll they'll rerun it and everything. But it's just, I think it's just so awesome. When, I mean, nobody, I feel, gets to where they are in life as far as, like, success without having a firm, like, unwavering belief system that God, the universe, however people want to, you know, phrase it, is going to have their back. And I know there's a lot of people that are like into new age. And I used to be really heavy into new age, actually, like chakras and all that stuff. And finally, I like gave that up and was like, no, for real, it's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm on here preaching now. No, it's all good. I definitely have my ups and downs with my religion. Some, you know, so I go through like, you know, some days I'm like, I mean, I'm always grateful every single day, but, you know, I guess I'm just like, I struggle sometimes to just stay consistent yeah. with my faith. Um, but, you know, I always know that there's a higher power. Oh, yeah. I, I know that for sure. I had a really good conversation with Alejandro, who's going to be on the next episode before I release this one. But um, he, we, and we just talked about like, you know, religion versus spirituality and he and you know he's not i don't think he doesn't really identify with like a certain religion but he is one of the most spiritual people that i've met in a while and he's just like no matter what you believe like there's a higher power like you be, like believe like you know whatever if and if you're if you don't believe that i feel like you like you've got something internally that you have to come to peace with because you know, no matter no matter what like there's there's got to be something that made us as complex as yeah. we are you know so but no it's i definitely agree um faith has got me through some really tough times and i'm sure it will continue in the future yeah it's it's definitely and you know it's it's always easy to um to get, guess go to God if it's something that's like detrimental that's happening and it's like your only hope. But um, I feel like for me, what's helped me kind of like strengthen my relationship with God, it's just looking at it as just that, literally a relationship, like mm -hmm. a conversational thing every day. Like I'm driving, taking my kid to the, her babysitter, like I'm talking to God and it's just a daily thing for me. It's not like, I'm not sitting down reading like 10 Bible verses every day because don't ask me when the last time I read my Bible was. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that idea also as a relationship because mm -hmm. um, some of the older, really, really strict Catholics that I grew up with, they don't, they treat it more as like, they're like living in constant fear and like judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I just don't like that. I don't like the idea of constantly being looked down upon and being shamed. You know, I, I, I don't. I like that idea of being a relationship, and you know, you have yeah. to realize you have to hold yourself accountable and things like that. Because I, that just turns that started to turn me off when the more people tried to like push how like God is looking down on you and you're like a failure and things like that. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's like, I'm already struggling with self-confidence. Can we not? Like I thought, you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But, um, it's, yeah, it's, there's, yeah, I, I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I do not believe any single religion has it 100% right. I really don't. Cause I, there is one Bible verse I love that says that like the, the, 
you could take the best wisdom from the wisest man on earth and it is nothing compared to like that of God. It's like laughable. And I, I love that because it's, it's so true. It's like, we didn't pop up in this and make ourselves like, so, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I feel having faith is great for like getting you through so many things and just also kind of like, you sometimes you ever have like moments where you look back and you're like okay well that was funny like that yeah. was definitely like okay prime example i was supposed to when i mm, i think the year after i graduated high school in 2010 i was supposed to, i was trying to do the marine corps that failed oh. um along with my string of things that i did yeah. <laughs> but um that was like like gary said the ultimate taster i think he called me oh, um yeah, yeah that was yeah like tasted so many different things yeah. in my 20s and um that's, that was one of them the awesome. that's literally awesome literally i had i think like two three weeks just of admin shit to do mm-hmm. um i didn't do the crucible and you know but um yeah it's all i had left to do with pretty much and i remember the job that they had picked out for me was logistics and the job that was back in 2010 the job i literally just left doing mexico operations for a logistics company it's like okay that's funny logistics now logistics mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just kind of those funny like moments in life i got you yeah. well i think that that's a good place to end is you know just trust in whatever higher power you believe trust in the universe and just, like you said just be a taster be the ultimate taster don't yeah. be afraid to di- diversify your hobbies, your professions, you know, what you like to do in your free time, this, that, and the other, because, you know, life is too short and got to experience as much as we can. So yeah. Mahogany, you were absolutely incredible to have on today. Looking forward to talking to you down the road. Best of luck with your um, art studio and with starting real estate school soon. Thank and you. It has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Talk soon. All right, bye. Show's over. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in again. Like I said, I'm super grateful for all of you guys and all of the support that you constantly give me and even all the feedback and criticism because I really take that – I don't take that to heart, but I like I use that and I want to make this podcast as enjoyable, as informative, and as brings the most value as possible – And that can only be done with the support of you guys and letting me know what you like, what you don't like, how I can improve this, that, and the other. So again, like, like it on you, like us on YouTube, subscribe, subscribe on Apple podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, tell your friends, share it with a family member, friend, coworker, neighbor, whatever. I don't care. Just, you know, let's keep spreading positivity and let's keep learning and growing and becoming better people. All right, everybody. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.